Greetings, nerds. This is Being a Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing this evening? Doing good. It's been a strange week for me. Strange short week, but I'm good. Here. Yeah. Ah, same here. Yeah. It's, you know, those short weeks, you know, sometimes they can go one way or another. They can, like, zip by or they can just really drag. And for and for me, it's been, it's definitely been the, the former where it's just zipping by. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Oh, yeah. I, I did not say slow in my articulation of this week. This week has certainly just gone by. So has the month of May. I mean, yeah. week in May, we're headed into June. Still in this quasi weird situation where we can go out, but it's not, it doesn't feel like you can go out yet. Yeah, you can go out, but you can't go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Even though businesses can somewhat be open, but they can, and then it's like, well, I've gone this long without going, so what's the point? And I, it, it's gonna it's this year is just insane but it is, yeah yeah it is it is but we've covered that on other shows what yeah. we haven't talked about in a while is henry cavill <laughs> <laughs> no we haven't come to think of it <laughs> i think the last time we brought up henry cavill is when i watched his netflix show the witcher <laughs> yeah the witcher which i still have i still haven't watched in, in its entirety but you know it's just, oh. yeah it's it's on the yeah it's on one of those weeks where it's like okay when there's like absolutely nothing on and then and then i you know maybe i'll finish it then or whenever season two comes back i'm like oh yeah i'll, I'll, I'll catch it right. then right um remind me to bring up the witcher when we talk about homecoming season two because okay. i can actually say some stuff comparison wise um but and don't worry well we're still in this quasi-quarantine situation. I'm sure yep. the week of nothing on will come. However, it has felt as if this last month has been a month long of random shows and random stuff. Um, yeah. But I'm jumping ahead because I did have an excellent segue, and I'm not even correctly segueing into my point. My point is we haven't talked about Henry Cavill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how this month is going. It's just like we have a plan to talk about this and then we go somewhere else. But let's get back to Henry. What do we know about Henry? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what we know is he is in talks to play Superman again. No yes. Man of Steel 2, but showing up in future DC films which are indefinitely suspended. <laughs> right, yeah. So, I mean, we know it's not Wonder Woman 2 because that one's in the can, and we know it can't be uh, Batman because that would be the, you know, I, I think... Well, I mean, I guess they could add him into Batman if Matt Reeves wanted to, but, I mean, it would throw up the whole, it would throw off the whole, like, scheme of where, where they're going with that film. It's a brand new decade. That's that scheme has probably already gone off the rails when they had to close production due to the cor- coronavirus. True, true. So, that, I mean, yeah. Yeah. who knows what kind of how that script will change pre-coronavirus and post? <laughs> That's true. They're, 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 yeah, because with all the new rules, I'm sure that uh, that will have to get put into place for uh, filming various. Uh, things moving forward uh yeah they're gonna definitely have to do either a lot of green screen work or or do some do some rewrites but yeah i mean i guess but getting getting back to other future dc films that superman could possibly show up of course we had that cameo at the end of shazam so obviously whenever if when shazam 2 can finally get into production that's the one logical film where he could be uh in and and i guess the um Maybe the the revised Suicide Squad film or uh, Black Adam, yeah. but I guess he's. But yeah, I mean, basically, he's going to become. As we, I've, I've seen a lot of people say this, uh, the, the Hulk or Nick Fury of the DC universe. <laughs> well, then none of those potential DC films are correct because they started showing up and mainly are featured in the the big team up movies. Yeah, true, true. Well, I mean, just basically the... Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Will. 
he of course will be featured in the Snyder Cut. <laughs> oh yeah. That, that, well. <laughs> Gosh, don't get me started with that. Maybe that's <laughs> what he talks to. Hey, we're releasing the Snyder t- Cut, and we promised more footage of specifically you. So yeah. will you? <laughs> we'll fix we'll fix your face, you know. Since <laughs> right, right. they'll just put him in those scenes where his face was all jacked up. <laughs> yeah, I I just you you lost me when you said logical movie. <laughs> I'm like, there's no logic with the DCEU. There, and, and and forgive me, I haven't seen all the movies. I've heard a lot about them. I've based my opinion on other people's opinion. I've tried and I've failed, but to actually like stay awake during them. But it's just, it's very, it's very hard. Wonder Woman is, is the exception um, in my opinion to that rule, but, but we'll see. He, he's an interesting actor, you know, he's, he's very similar to Chris Hemsworth where they keep trying to put him in movie franchises, but it never works. And there, he is a leading man, but Mm -hmm. it's just, it doesn't. And that's why I think with the Witcher, it was such a breakthrough moment because there was already this, I don't, it, it, yes, it could have probably been anybody, but I think with him, he was really able to take that role and, and, um, and do good. I don't know where I'm going with this. I guess I, I, I get your point. I mean, I think with like, as you mentioned, I think Chris Hemsworth is a, is a great, example that you that you bring out because they're really where uh, with 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 Hemsworth I think Thor is that that role now that is really definitively his own and yeah and you identify when you think of Thor now I'm like oh I think Chris Hemsworth and I know he's tried to branch out I know he had the Netflix action film that he did and you know he's tried Men in Black with other franchises but you know but he is Thor and and I think you're saying the same with The Witcher now. When you think Witcher is like it, it's Henry Cavill, but I could whereas right. yeah yeah and and potentially you know and I and I think they were trying to do this with with him as Superman as well. But uh, but there's been so many actors who who's played that character. Uh, you know uh, and I think you know for most people when they think Superman, they still think Christopher Reeve, okay. and he has yeah. Yeah, so I don't think he has he has not nudged him off of that that place, but but yeah, but Witcher, I mean, I, you know, now it's sort of like, oh, I can't really see anyone else playing playing him. It's definitely you know Henry Cavill's signature franchise. So speaking of The Witcher and Homecoming season two, because this is one of the shows that in this quarantine quasi post Arrowverse finale. Um, week, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we found ourselves not only remembering, oh, there were some minges because there was a while where Arrowverse was completely put on hold, <laughs> excuse me, mm-hmm. and and so we're kind of going back, but this weekend we did both take time to watch Homecoming Season 2, which structurally is similar to The Witcher. Because the one amazing thing about the Witcher narrative that you don't see coming or you don't understand is that there's multiple timelines. Mm. There's no illusion. And then I think it's the third episode. Yes, Mm -hmm. the third episode where it suddenly dawns on you, oh, (laughs) none of this is in sequence. Right, right, right. (laughs) Now I'm really confused. (laughs) Which Homecoming tries to do this. Mm-hmm. And I kept, when I sat down and finally dragged my feet to watch season two, oh my, I could not get over how freaking boring it was. Yes. Especially since season one, I remember it dragging and being a really slow burn, but there was, there was multiple people. And that's yeah. where I think this season really just did not execute well and the big flaw is that we mainly follow Jackie 
or um, whatever her name is. She doesn't remember her name. I don't remember her name. But we mainly follow her trying to figure out. She wakes up in the middle of the lake in a boat, doesn't remember anything. And so it's all, a lot of it's backtracking and then, yeah. and then it comes full circle. It just, oh my God, there was, I skipped a lot. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> I, you know, so I like said, hey, I'm checking out Homecoming too. And then, and I started it, I guess, either Friday or Saturday last weekend, over the weekend, long weekend. And I made it through the first episode and I was just kind of like, okay, this is really boring, but it's the first episode. Let me keep going. Made it to episode two and then I, 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 I fell asleep. So I tried it again on Sunday night and then, but then the new Grant series on the history channel, which is great, by the way, if you are, if you're a history buff or whatever, it's a Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, project chronicling ulysses at scrant and um i can't recommend it enough because that's where my my tv viewing went (laughs) the rest of the time because every time i went back to homecoming it just it just it it just you know given the first season was very i mean it was a slow burn like you said but it it felt like it was going somewhere and it it did have the back and forth in the time periods and the and the characters i mean walter cruz was just a very fascinating character and all the and other supporting characters around him. It made for a very fascinating story. This one was just like, I was trying to figure out what's the point. Oh, there's the point. I, I, last night I watched the final two episodes and I will say out of all of the episodes, they were the ones that held my attention the most. Okay. Okay. Now, (laughs) Sama smell still pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, that, and that that was I got frustrated with it with him. It too. Oh, yeah. that was yeah. Uh, and even at the end, you're gonna get frustrated with him because you're just like, really, it took you that long. And this isn't even a long series. I mean, we're no. talking about half hour episodes. Yeah, seven of them. And yep. for whatever reason, I felt like I was watching Batman v Superman. Yes, that is a callback. <laughs> I'm very proud of but I just I could not get through it and then and so last night I told myself no I'm I'm committed I'm gonna see how this happens and and I might as well I got nothing else to do so and they really did and I did appreciate what happened and your point about Walter Walter is a big player especially in the ending okay Cause I got, I made it, I've, I've made it to episode five. Okay. And, and so, and, and when Walter, and I will admit that once Walter started showing up and playing more of a role in the series, I was like, okay, I'm back engaged. And I think part of it is again, as I said before, his story in the first season was very engaging, very compelling. And, and so now it's like, and, and I guess it is that sense of familiarity. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I was I was bought back in, but again, I, I my plan was to finish the last two episodes, and I'm oh, I'm totally okay if you spoil it for me. I mean, I, uh, so that we could discuss the whatever the twist because it's not really a twist. Or okay, or it, it is, but it isn't. It, okay. It's a trick, um, and it's not a camera trick or anything. It's it's a trick where. You you see this, I think, in the second episode or whenever Jackie and Temple reunite in present day, mm-hmm. there's a celebration going on at Geist. Mm-hmm. Well, what you don't know is Walter has followed Jackie there. Okay. And Walter has figured out that this company took away his memories and, and is okay. this big guy. And and so what, I, what I'll say in a non-spoiler relief, fashion is essentially everyone drinks the kool-aid okay so so it's just my i guess my point is um it shouldn't take us five or six episodes to get into a season like this Mm -hmm. and it also the overindulgent camera movements yes music the Mm -hmm. cinematography 
if you if I had if the season had dropped in 2015, I would have been over the moon probably. But yeah. I'm sorry, Sam Esmail, you're not the only creative person on TV anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was thinking about you whenever I was watching it too, and, and given that Esmail what is going to do the new Battlestar Galactica series because. You know, when I was watching this show, I I felt you're 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 so right. It felt like I, I felt like I was watching an epilogue of Mr. Robot because of the yeah. the, the 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 cinematography and the, the signature prints. And and we know that all directors and, and creators have those signature moments. I mean, gosh, I mean, we how many times have we you know blasted J.J. Abrams with a lens flare, but right. but but it, it just it just it didn't feel new, and it felt. It felt repetitive, and and, and I was like, literally. if I wanted, <laughs> <laughs> literally, no, I say literally repetitive, and I'm so glad you brought this up because, and we've we're repeating ourselves in this whole explanation. Yeah. This season committed the biggest sin of it all. They show us everything, and then we have to rewatch it as the character figures it out, and we're like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, yes, yeah, yeah. So that that's again, as I said, um, I don't really have much more to say about this 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 show. I, you know, it's it, you know, if you're a big Sam Smell fan, you'll probably like it. If you liked Homecoming season one, go with. I guess my recommend my 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 parting thought is just go with it. No, ex- go in into it with. A, a bit of trepidation because you you may you may you're going to fall in one of two ways you're going to really enjoy what you're seeing or you're going to come out of it feeling very frustrated well who are you talking about who actually enjoyed this season <laughs> no I mean, somebody, yeah i mean well it was no I, I get it i get yeah, what you're I'm, trying to say i I, yeah. I understand no worries um yeah. it's funny though because this is an Amazon show, and another random show that we both watched over this past month is another Amazon half-hour show yeah. upload. Yeah. It's very similar, and I'm, well, not similar, but very um, parallel feelings I have about upload as, as I do with Homecoming Season 2. Huh. I, I liked upload a lot more. Mm-hmm. But it was new. It's mm-hmm. the first season. Yeah. I really went in with low, low, low expectations. I I didn't know. And and overall, I think it's a solid first season. If you're a big fan of um, The Good Place, yeah. this is your new show. Exactly. And, and this show does very well, ironically, with the with the relationships of the characters mm-hmm. with any time that they want to explain social class issues, the, the, the father storyline, when that was brought in about how the angel, she is trying to get her father into this virtual reality once he dies and his belief on what heaven is and what it's not in that more mortality. As soon as they went there, I was sold on the season. Yeah. Um, and it was very subtle and, and it made me realize that this, the writers really understand that to be a good comedy, you can't just be laugh out loud, funny, like beat after beat after beat. You actually have to have, have something to say and hit the emotional and hit more about this being um, a metaphor for something else. Um, It's very similar to science fiction, I would Mm -hmm. argue. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so it does that. The humor though fell flat. Majority of the time it was adolescent. It was stupid and there was no need it was just a joke for a joke. So it was odd. It's odd to me that this is a comedy sitcom, but it doesn't deliver on the comedy as much as it does on the drama. Yeah. It, you know, so it was, it's the show's by showrunner is Greg Daniels. Who's known, well known for the office. And so 
it, it you know it did have the like you mentioned the the comedy beats did fall to me like a lot of times some of the jokes that sometimes didn't land quite well on the office and i get your point there uh i, I mean I, I i overall i found it most of the time i did find them very laugh out loud funny and it was and it was a very refreshing series to watch uh and you're right I, i'm a big fan of the good place and and so it, it it did take some of those themes from the good place in that same kind of vein of of, of bettering yourself to and, and and really casting a good morality play as far as uh, really examining those issues of good versus bad and yeah, and do overs and 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 so I really you know so I got that from from the series, but but you're right. I, the the storyline with the father uh, was definitely the high point for me of, of the series, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that philosophical you know take on um, on what heaven and and this and and the and also just how this this. You know, you hear about the digital shadow, and it was really interesting how they how they p- portrayed the digital shadow in this story. As far as like, especially as you're trying to, uh, as they as Robbie Amell's character was trying to reconstruct pieces of his life, and and how he he you know, he was he kept trying to remember what. Why his best friend in the quote in the when he was alive was was freezing him out whenever he was uh, trying to contact him and and find out more about what happened with with their I guess freeware version of this of this construct that this big corporate entity had created for the afterlife mm-hmm. and so you know so you know it, it really you know really painted a picture as far as like how people may want to present themselves and like you know social media and 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 then of course those and then then and then whenever we get the what really happened story you know really shows that uh, that underbelly of like yeah you you have this constructed life of what you think things were but here's how it actually actually is and mm-hmm. so I like the way they really wove that into into that storyline between Robbie's character and 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 his and his friend uh, as the season progressed. Yeah, like I said, this show has does great with relationships, and anybody, whether it's the best friend, whether it's Angel, whether it's the ex girlfriend, who is a very interesting character. <laughs> And and why she's interesting, it's funny, it, it literally took me to the final frame of the season where I suddenly was like, I like you, you're, you, because this show deals a lot with grief and loss, and, mm-hmm. and because she's the one who, whose boyfriend got murdered, and now she's controlling, and so the more I think about that character, initially she came off as very one-dimensional but she's actually a very 3d character in the sense that most people whether they they, they want they're holding on to mm-hmm. they're still like well why this person can't suddenly be gone i what about my life what do i do now and and so i think it's uh, we'll see what happens with her in season two for sure yeah so i i think it i it still is interesting to think though how this show would have either worked or flopped if it hadn't been released right in the middle of the quarantine season. Because I do know a lot of people watch this show. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like this show. I'm not saying that it isn't deserving of any of the praise. It's just really interesting to think about much like all of the movies that were released in March and how those numbers, well, a lot of us look at them and say, well, but that was a good movie, so would it, it should have probably done better, and would it have had the world not shut down? <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean... <laughs> yeah, it's just a crazy thing to think about. Yeah, it is, it is. Um, yeah, and, and, you, and you, you know, you're right about the, his, his girlfriend. Um, she, she really was... 
again, you know, this show as I as I it really as you as you made a good point, it's about relationships and you know the stages of grief and and again just sort of holding up a mirror on things and 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 she definitely was like a, could easily have been a caricature of of vanity and and self selfishness and stuff because of the things that she was doing, but. Um, but yeah, by, yeah, you're right at the, at the end there, um, I, she, she ended up being, yeah, pretty more complex. And then, and then also just the angel, uh, Nora uh, was her, was the character's name. Uh, I, I really liked her character. Um, oh, that, that actress, she broke out. Yeah. 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 I mean, she's going to be going places for sure because, um, I mean, just, you know, from her story, as far as, like, as you mentioned before, with her father and and you know, the loss and then uh, her subplot with, you know, her, 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 her whole relationship with Nathan, who's Robbie ML's character, um, and and how they they grew over time. And, and, you know, I don't want to spoil anything for folks who haven't watched it, but, um, you know, there's a very pivotal moment in... in in the in the series where um, they they have to make a choice and 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 I just really like the way that they they portrayed that and, and, and also just just funny just just the funny moments too where the comedy did land uh, when, when with the way they take tinder to to the next level <laughs> in the uh, in in this in this in this not too not too distant future. Mm-hmm. Um, was was another funny subplot that they that that they had in the story, and again, just you know, again, painted the port, put the mirror on on society and and how we how we handle our virtual lives and real lives, how they get intertwined. Right, right, yeah. Um, I a lot of I know I still associate Robbie Amell with this series and he is the main character, but I did find that he, his character, I could argue, especially initially in the first few episodes only worked because of Nora, Mm -hmm. because of her where, and, and I think for, for not only the writers to be able to pull that off, but also the chemistry between those two, was was pivotal and and yeah. I just couldn't get over it. I mean, we've all seen Robbie Amell in a lot of different series, a lot of different movies. He he tends to play the same version of the character um, to an extent, but this was the first time where he really did come up as like likable and endearing. Yeah, and and we we saw that because we saw it through Nora's eyes. Mm-hmm. And what yeah. she was seeing in the good of him, and so, so it. I I think that parent that casting, I shall say, is kind of the, the magic to why this season worked the way it did. Completely agree. Um, speaking about good chemistry and things working, Run did air its final episode. Yeah, I watched it. <laughs> Run, run, yeah. run, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> will, I will let you go first. Okay, so as we were just as we were just noting about chemistry between actors, uh, there was the, the basically the only thing that kept me coming back to this series was the chemistry between Dominal Gleason and Merritt Weaver. Yeah, uh, I mean. Because the story was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> it literally went off the rails. It did. It did. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Just to reset, because we haven't talked about this show. We talked about it, I guess, the first two episodes. And then three. we... First three, yeah. And then... Yeah, that's right. The first three. And then... Yeah. And then it went off the rails. So, basically, we have two college sweethearts who uh, break up and... They had an agreement that if if the other one ever texted the word run, then the other one would respond back and then they would do this trip to um, and then at the end they would decide whether to continue or break it off. So that's the premise essentially of the show. So they were on a train and 
not not Snowpiercer, but uh, but an Amtrak, and um, yeah, and it just went you know through many different adventures and 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 whatnot, and it was progressing pretty well until I guess um, the fourth episode. So yeah, <laughs> it. It, and that's why I remember the last time we talked about it was season or episode three is because that was the best episode of the season, in my opinion. And it literally took a nosedive so quickly yeah. after that. And and I'm still trying to figure out why. I'm still trying to figure out what happened, what changed in that writer's room where they had a really good story going and it's not that the fourth episode sucked. It just started to detour and be about not this relationship, not this history, not this agreement or the lies that these two are telling each other and themselves. But it turned into a, it took a detour into a quote unquote adventure movie with a murder plot. Yeah. And then it kind of circled back and being like, no, 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 that's not what this is about. This isn't, um, the, these are two people with a very complicated dynamic and, and they really have to, she needs to figure out if she's going to go back to her family or stay with him. Yeah. And, and you felt that in that final episode, that the really, the big sin of it all, it's the last five minutes of the finale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't get over it. I'm just thinking to myself, what the heck was that? There's supposedly going to be a season two. And in a way, I don't want there to be a season two because I could care less. But there's another way where I'm like, no, I need closure. I need to understand this is... This is nothing. This is not an ending, Will. This is no. not an ending. <laughs> no, it's not an ending. It's not an ending, Will. We'll, and you know, spoilers. Spoilers ahead. So if you if you don't if you haven't watched the end of it, uh, let's you know uh, fast forward to our, our our next topic. But let's talk about that ending. So, um, yeah. So we basically we get we go through this weird like murder mystery course in the middle i guess they were i guess minnesota or wisconsin somewhere to somewhere in the midwest and we they get the detour fiona who was billy's assistant um is pissed off at billy because billy drained all the accounts and i guess she yeah, i don't know if their relationship their relationship was one too that was like is it romantic is it business is it a mix and, and and yeah, and that's and it diverged into this murder mystery, and then we get to episode seven, and they manage to get on the train again, and things are going great, and then um, we get the you know the Billy's video where he basically pitches the idea to Fiona about using Run as a story to sell books and and she and ruby gets the video you know and sees it and then but before that billy just spills his guts of love and everything to her and then we get to the five minutes at the end and it's like you know she's pissed off at him about this video, but then at the same time, I mean this this whole trip cross country trip shows her how her life is just it's just it's, it's just a wreck. And well, it, it, it's not a wreck. Well, she, a wreck. As far as her marriage, as far as it's, it's a yeah. sham of a marriage of like, yeah. I mean she has two loving kids. Well, you know, and, and the father uses the kids to manipulate her you know, throughout the, throughout this trip. And I mean, one kid does get hurt, break an arm, but I mean, but clearly he was doing a lot of this stuff before, you know, the reason, you know, before this all happened. Yeah. And yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, Billy, yeah, he made that video. Yes, he did. But, you know, I, it just, well, I mean, you're just experiencing exactly what she's experiencing where yeah. it's kind of like, here, I have my family, I have stability, I have a man 
but now I realize I fit, I made myself fit into what he thought a wife should be and who I am, which is wrong and a lie. Mm -hmm. And so I find myself on this train with the next lover who, who sees me. And that's the one thing about the relationship and a consistency I really enjoyed was Billy's the first one to tell her when she's lying. Yeah. Or when it's like, no, you're not a little girl. Grow up. Make big decisions. Yep. That's not yep. you. And, and she likes that. I think mm -hmm. she likes how she is when she is with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she uh, does. It's clearly. I mean, she... Also, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, she, her Ruby becomes alive when she's around him. Right. She she becomes who she is and who she's always wanted to be. And meanwhile, and he he's the same way. He actually, they, they both call each other out on their BS and everything. The issue is Billy also, he never came clean about a lot of stuff. And and so and it was those secrets and even though he tried, it, it, it's complicated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and but but that's the hard thing about this show is that um, after that third episode and when I really thought they hit the hit the nail on the hammer and it was like great, they they moved off into this adventure thing when when this show works so well because of their chemistry because of that complicated messiness mm -hmm. and everything i mean run can stand for a metaphor for so many different things yes you're running away together but you're also running from from yourself and who you were mm -hmm. when you were not with this person so it's just Hopefully there is a season two so we can get some better closure so that they can do some redeeming um, of not only Billy, but over the show in general, um, because I think there is a lot of good. It didn't go completely. I didn't stop watching, obviously, right. but it definitely became much more like I can't wait for Sunday to Oh, it's Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Run just dropped. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, same, same. I mean, it went from, like, after, like, that third episode, I, w I was at that place where I was like, oh, I can't wait. And then episode four happened. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and, 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 but I guess the thing is, so, with that ending, I mean, Billy's clearly going to be, uh, you know, the cops are on us to tell. And, you know, we do have the... You know, so they'll have to deal with that. And I guess the thing is, you know, with all the lies and stuff, it, it was almost like Ruby's made the choice where she's like, okay, Billy, you know, as you noted, both of them call each other out on their BS. And, and I guess at the end of the day, she was like, do I just go with the devil I know versus the devil? Which devil? I know, I know both devils. Billy's the devil that, I just don't know, you know, she can't take him at face value because she'll, she can, she'll always have that doubt about whether or not he's really telling her the truth or he is just selling her something because, uh, you know, as, as Billy, the motivational speaker versus her, her husband, you know, she knows what she has there and she, and, and so she, she, Maybe she can make better peace with herself, knowing what she knows, and and yes, it's hollow and and no, he. No, she went. She went there because she wants her kids. It has yeah. nothing. And I don't. I think that based on that last line she says to her husband, I think that they are headed for a divorce. Yeah. Um, he knows she cheated, but mm -hmm. the thing is, is she also has to look out for her children and custody rights. Yeah. So if she goes with Billy, well, she she can kiss maybe custody or any yeah. chance of seeing her kids goodbye. So yeah. I think yeah. she's in an awkward situation. But the way they leave it, they make you think all hope is lost for Billy. But a part of me is also suspicious that there's a way out for him too. Um, and 
and it's really Ruby who will figure that out or something because I don't know. I, I, I think we've talked enough about run yeah. um, and broken it down and people can have their thoughts about it, but it's um, again, we, I just need a season two because I'm a person who likes closure and yeah. that was not a finale. In my opinion, that's not how you end something. Um, or it, or it is because clearly I want a second season. So yeah, yeah exactly. Um, moving on to our current weekly DC TV show, Star Girl, aired its second episode. From what I hear, the viewers are staying strong. Yeah, great. Um, this episode wasn't bad. I, I liked it a bit more than I did the pilot. And what I really took away from this is, thank God this series has Luke Wilson. Thank yeah. God. Yeah, he, he is the MVP. <laughs> He's the MVP, Luke, because uh, yeah, I, I like this episode a lot as well. Uh, it definitely, you know, they're, they're definitely setting up the clear, you know, Pat, Courtney partnership sidekick relationship um you know again it's it's this this show is what it is i mean it's it's at least to date it's it's very safe um you know if you're looking for um something that's going to be more inventive i I don't know if this is going to be your show no it's not (laughs) (laughs) but 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 it's comfortable It, it but it is finding it's 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 voice as far as uh, as far as um, you know, what is planning on doing, and I think the best part of the episode for me that really reflected that was the montage scene of Pat with the workout and, and Courtney when she was making her new costume. Um, Wait, what did that reflect? Just the voice, as far as the how they're going to how these two characters are kind of mirror images of each other. Just one's a grown man, another is is a teenager but they they both have a, a persistence about them i mean wow. for for example you know pat learning about our man um you know his research going to the blue valley to find out he learned that um brainwave had relocated there and some other parts of the, uh, uh, the injustice league was establishing something there and, and Courtney and her persistence as far as trying to learn more about Starman and learning more about being a hero. And so, it, so those, those kind of beats and then just, uh, just how they, they're working to, to working on something and working towards something you know, with, with Pat, oh. Pat realizing he needs, you know, he was like, he, he goes to the gym and then Courtney building the suit, you know, and, and also him building stripey or stripe, you know, stripe, um, just th- those kind of things, I thought, were were, were parts of where I, w- I was learning about these characters in, in this episode. Yeah, I I guess I <laughs> those were some of my least favorite parts, okay. and it's because I've seen it before. I've yeah. seen those kind of montages. It's so cliche. It's so kitty, like kid friendly, or it's just uh, I, I it's, it, it bothered me, but. What I what I liked was actually Pat's Pat's whole situation. He's the stepdad. He's not the evil stepdad, but he's still the stepdad. He's sidekick. He's he's not the bad sidekick who goes evil. He's the good sidekick who's always there. And and there's something very mysterious about Pat. Mm-hmm. It's why why Starman. Why did he get involved with this? Why, after two years, is he still involved with this, even though now he does have a family? Who who did he hook up with before? Did he have an ex-wife with his son? Because I'm assuming that's his son. It is, yep. Okay, okay. So there's a lot of mystery. Mm-hmm. And, and I like this idea of... Um, I, I think this show does is doing really good, the father-daughter dynamic. And yeah. then, because to a way, I'm sorry, Will, you're, you're a father of a daughter. Get used to this. Fathers are their daughter's sidekicks. Yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> and and you're just you you have to take every you take the shopping bags when we go shopping. You have to just wait on us hand and foot. We are the princesses. And so it's funny how he 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 very much is used to that role. But yep. now that it's his stepdaughter who's in danger, putting on a costume. He he he's kind of like, "Well, well wait, I'm the parent." I'm not the sidekick. Mm-hmm. I know you can do this. I want to mm-hmm. support you, but I'm also, this is very, very wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is not the way it should be, but I right. get it. But so, so I, I, and they started going into that. I like that. Yeah. I like that too. Courtney just, I don't know. She doesn't work for me. <laughs> <She's> so annoying. <laughs> is it, is it, is it just the way that, that Breck is playing her, or is it just just? I don't think it's been, the actress. I think it's, it's just, more. Just, yeah. Sh- there's no flaw with her. There's no. This is an interesting character because there's some complexity. She she finds she doesn't like her stepdad because she's afraid her stepdad is replacing her real dad, even though she doesn't know where her real dad is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then she finds a staff. Suddenly she's a superhero just because she grew up doing gymnastics. Still don't understand that. And so 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 what is it? What 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 are are what are we rooting for with her? Right. Like, that- oh, she's gonna bring justice. Well, okay. That's that's great. Like everything she is given everything. She's not we're not seeing her put in and they tried to do it towards the end with with Pat going and trying to sacrifice himself and then her coming in but still they didn't allow her to really because at the end with their final conversation I still don't think she realizes the gravity of this situation that's a, that's a good point that's a good point I, I I see what you're saying, and I and I and I get that. And I know that. And whenever we first heard about this series, that was it. It was a concern, and 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 you're right. I mean, she she really there's there is a, a absence right now of of a motivation for why we should root for this character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, with all you know, with 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 most superheroes, that you know, there there, there is a trope, and there is that there is that loss that or or something happened that will you know calls us to realize what's their motivation factor for for doing what they're doing and revenge vendetta yeah revenge you know since you know justice you know whatever fill in the blank and and that and and I, and I feel at this point of this this show she's basically we've had this this cosmic staff has chosen her for some odd reason and and maybe that's part of what this they'll develop over the course of the first season is to show what was special about her that that enabled her to be the the chosen one to 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 be the next one to to will this staff right but i also think what i'm trying to say is nothing is hard for her no it's not and and that's where um i have i get bored and I don't care. There's a lot of stuff, and they really made that clear in this episode, that is hard for Pat. And makes mm-hmm. him very much put in a very a new and refreshing situation for viewers, but mm-hmm. a very complicated one for the character, given the roles. The now, now he has two roles in the life of this girl for his family. So, I, I, I again slow building i'm sure we'll get there one thing i really liked about this episode i don't know why it's probably because of the music but um 
shout out to Ben Bateman from the Schmodown. They played a song. (laughs) (laughs) I was was like, oh, wait, it's Ben Bateman. He's the ice man. Okay. (laughs) Um, and, And I really hope, Will, I really hope because you have um, successfully made me believe that Starman is not her dad. And if it turns out that it is, I will not watch this show again. Um, <laughs> but please, please, for the love of God, please make it uh, Jordan, her dad, at the end. Because when we saw his face, I was thinking about it. I'm like, huh, he, he could be in that picture. He, very similar jaw structure going on and and i and i think that would be interesting i that's something we haven't really really seen um from this lineup of shows or or at least they haven't explored it correctly and plus now you have the step man who's a sidekick Mm -hmm. quote-unquote hero partner in crime you have the real father the villain injustice society so that would make Courtney, it's not that it would make things harder for her, but you would definitely, she would become very much more three-dimensional than she currently is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you, you may have solved, you may have solved the, the, the riddle there, Sarah. I mean, I think that's, I mean, that's, I mean, if, again, this is an adaptation, they'll, they'll be free to um, take, uh, take liberties with, with, certain things like that for example i mean for you know they did drop the they did drop ted knight who was the actual star man uh in the comics instead of sylvester who was the star spangled kid uh and this would be a way they could do it because in the comics i mean it, it was uh, it was not a hero who, who was actual her father it was someone who who was who was indeed a bad guy so i mean that's i think that would be a great way to enter to to mix it up as you said um in, in this in this uh, tv universe that we're familiar with oh so much tv mixing it up left and right well on that note i think that's it for us tonight will why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you yes you can find me at will and polk w-i-l-l-m-p-o-l-k on Twitter, yeah. at SJBelmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. But most importantly, rate, subscribe, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. <laughs>